Last week on This Is Gonna Hurt, the adventurers received a visit from a being far more powerful than they had encountered before. Where will their new mission lead them, and why does Lothmar get all the cool accessories? Grab your surgical knives, because this is gonna hurt. Hey guys, welcome to This Is Gonna Hurt, uh, our D&D 5th edition podcast. My name is Jeremy, and I'd love to uh, welcome you here with us, for those of you listening in. First of all, I just want to thank, well, we all here want to thank, um, a five-star iTunes review by Lars7551. Um, dude, you're awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Thank I also you. want to thank, uh, thank Holy Razor for sending us an email. Um, you know, it, it just told us we did a good job, but hey, you know what? That's encouragement enough for us to keep going. We were going to quit. But <laughs> this is going to quit. The, the email... <laughs> The email definitely saved us, so I, we appreciate that. Welcome to We Are Gonna Quit, a non-existent anymore D&D podcast. We're actually an existential podcast with our host, Woody Allen. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, you know, every session we like to start off with a question just to let you guys get to know us a little bit better. So uh, I got to help come up with this question. I had a little bit of help come up with this question. We're going to start to my left. The question is, what game outside of D&D are you currently playing? Hello, everybody. Uh, it's Owen. I'm your DM. The oh, I have the saddest answer. I wish I could go last. Um, the game I've been playing is Pokemon Omega Ruby, which is not sad at all. It's an awesome game. Uh, the sad part is that I am turning on the game, uh, selecting my starter, Trico, of course, throwing out Trico, noticing that he is not shiny, and then turning my game off and doing it all over again. I am currently at 600 soft resets. <laughs> Going strong, <laughs> trying to get that shiny tree go. Very sad. Those eyes. <laughs> you should see everyone's faces of disappointment in this room. I've been there. I've been there. I know. <laughs> That's enough about me. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, I'm a little embarrassed now to say who I am. Um, can I keep it anonymous? <laughs> no. Um, it's Craig. Um. What am I currently playing? Um, when I'm not out looking for pollutants in the soil, I'm looking. I'm looking at demonic aliens on Mars in the UAC facility in Doom, which is so good. I cannot emphasize that enough. It is fantastic. Pretty much, it's oh my! It's just pretty much a reboot of Doom from way back, and it's great. Imagine Metroid combined with Dead Space. Yeah, it's. Fantastic. Moving on. Two pretty good games. Hey everybody, it's Alex. Currently I am I'm replaying Skyrim again. <laughs> for like the fourth time. <laughs> um but on PC this time. I previously played it on PlayStation and uh yeah, I'm liking it on PC. PC what what? Hi everybody. Uh this is Steven. I play Brimley. I'm playing two games from 2013, throwing it back. Damn. Yeah, yeah, way, way back. Way back. Oh, you're, you're gonna love my answer. Like, uh, <laughs> some eight bit stuff here. Um Mega Man playing, two? Uh, <laughs> uh Crisis Three and uh Tomb Raider, which was way more intense than I thought it would be. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> Can't complain. Alright, and that brings it back to me. I'm Jeremy. Uh the game I'm playing, I've been playing since two thousand five. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, on no. and off, unfortunately. Uh it sucked away years of my life. It's called World of Warcraft. And, uh, you know, for those of you out there who uh, think, you know, less of me, you, I deserve it. 100%. Jeremy, 
What's up? This isn't a podcast. This is an intervention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my life. <laughs> I mean, they, they came up with some new stuff, and I like it. I enjoy it. So, uh, you know, it's it's free to play as long as I play a lot. So we're good. Think about your family. <laughs> Quick poll question now for our listeners. Which one do you think was the... I don't know. Owen seemed disappointed with this. Which one was the most disappointing game? Which one was the most most pathetic? And it's Owen. He's not even getting to the game. I'm really not even starting. All right. So at the end of last session, these four fine young gentlemen leveled up while their characters leveled up to level three. And so... Yeah, oh, Craig leveled up too in handsome points. Yeah. He's very handsome. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> and so I figured I would just, you know, remind everyone who you play, and you can mention, you know, if you picked like a path, level three for a lot of characters is important in terms of choosing which direction your character is going to go. Um, so Craig, who plays Windar, the dragonborn bard. So Bruce. What, uh, what path is he going? Um, well, excuse me. Um, bars can choose one of two colleges, and after choosing, uh, looking at the acceptance letters, he decided to go with the College of Lore. Go, Bard Brains. Nice. Um, anything cool you can do might pop up in this episode? You'll find out. Oh, we'll find out. He can owe lots of money to the government of a true <laughs> <laughs> education. his education. Nah, man, back to the motherland. You'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> Gotta play it, pay it back to Queen Mally Say. Oh, okay. oh. oh no. <laughs> no. Uh, Alex, what uh, Korath is a Goliath Paladin? Is. Yeah, I, I know. Um, <laughs> he must have taken an oath at level three. What oath is he oathing these days? He took the uh, oath of the ancients. Ah, because he it fits with his backstory. <laughs> That's the only reason. No, come on. What's great about intros is how excited Alex always is. Yeah, you start off so... how sincere he is. There's no attitude, no sarcasm, nothing. Just straightforward sincerity. Sweet. Steve, unfortunately, Brimbley doesn't probably didn't get any wizarding thing. Oh, but but you must have picked a cleric domain. Do you want to um, mention that? I did pick a cleric domain. Uh, he is going down the Tempest domain. Oh. Um, he will get a wizard path at level five, so... All right, we'll see we'll what, happens what happens there. Then. Tempest, yeah. anything cool that happens? Uh, I could do a lot of cool things with lightning. Found that out. Ah, so. sweet. That's cool. That's awesome. I might come up. You should use that today. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and last but not least, Jeremy plays uh, Lorthamar Theron, the high elf fighter. What, what path is he walking down these days? So I got to pick, well, I did pick the Eldritch Knight. Oh. So now I am more of a wizard than Steve is. <laughs> this just got real. I would say Gauntlet Throne, but it's more like Shadow Warrior Glove Throne. <laughs> Actually, it's the. Uh, oh, give me God. a second. <laughs> El Belto Guapo. The old Shadow Warrior Glove Junk Throne. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so. so, let us jump back in to. Recap really quick. Again, if you want to listen to this from the beginning, now's your time. Your, here's your warning. Otherwise, I'm going to be talking right now. So here we go. The <laughs> four adventurers found themselves in a circular room. Seems like everything, the walls, the floor, the ceiling made of gold. There were four panels depicting this calamity from the past. Galandan showed up. 
and then they got the surprise meeting from Aberstall, or not really Aberstall, kind of like the great mage or whoever kind of using his form to communicate with them. And he's basically sent them on a quest. He's saying that the monarch, this God that they've been hearing a lot about was evil and that he long ago, he sealed him away. He separated his power into four different, into the four basic elements. But those like gates or those cages are kind of starting to come undone. The first one being earth. And so they were given direction, uh, pretty much a map showing them like, this is kind of where you should head. And so that's where we're going to jump back in. Can I, um, can I assume that you were like, would kind of fill in Galandan on these details? Is there anything you wouldn't, uh, wouldn't tell him? Cause, uh, cause when we last left off, he was kind of like asking you what to do. And you were like, well, we have this map. And he said, okay, what do we have to do? That's, that's where we left off last time. The only thing that we would leave out is that the mage likes me more than him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you, but you would explain to him pretty much everything that like yeah, Aberstall yeah, came yeah. to you. Yeah. Okay. So, he knows. so we jump back in uh, his, again, his tattoo, that tattoo that uh, him and his order have is glowing blue. And so he, we jump back in and he says like, Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you guys uh, were able to understand this. This is the entire purpose of Aurora. This is something that Aberstall believed for a long time. He foresaw um, the Earthgate breaking and this calamity. He, he saw it coming in advance. And that's why we've been fighting for so long, trying to find this place, trying to, to fight against those who would encourage the monarch's return. Um, uh, it, it's, it is unsettling, though, because based on what you said, um, the, the great mage said something that, like... Um, the monarch's mind and spirit, you know, could probably couldn't be bound. So that, that means that he might still be out there. Like maybe he's the one directly orchestrating these events against us. That that's, that's ill news indeed. That makes uh, sense. Oh, what, um, so, so I, what, what do you want to do? Oh, well, first things first, should we tell the townspeople that all their kids are dead or is that too dark? And maybe I shouldn't say that right now. Um, <laughs> we, how, how about you don't say it? Because you might say something a little darker. <laughs> I As know. I was walking through town, I heard them, some people talking about that rude dragonborn, though, so I don't We're know. We're going to go back. We're going to go talk to that bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make amends. I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> it's a, no, I'm going to throw a dictionary of politeness at him. Um, I think, unless, unless you think it wise, I... I I'm, I may stay here unless you think I should come with you. I, again, I, I'm not used to fighting with just, just the one hand. Uh, there's, there may be a goblin or two around here that I can still, you know, left alive that I, maybe I can practice on while you're, while you're gone. Um, but I, I think I'm going to stay here. Have you ever seen one of these? And he reaches into his, his uh, pocket and he pulls out. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out his. <laughs> so dirty. He pulls out, he pulls out a, a small stone that has like a little face on it. Did you answer that? Yeah, we've seen those. What? I've ne- uh, what? No. You, you, do you know what this is? Nope. Ah, let me explain that. This is a sending stone. This will allow me to contact you when I need to, and you can contact me as well. If there's any change here in the sanctum, um, I can let you know. And, and, and if you have any questions for me, you can contact me. And so he hands it to, not to Brimbley. Come Not on. to look at the mark, because you, you and him were just at odds. Yeah, probably to Korath. He hands it to Korath. He hands you the, send, the sending stone. He says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay here, and I'm going to continue to pray. I, I need to understand why the mage won't speak to me directly. We'll keep you informed. Just a quick question. Um, if you, like, say you scratch one of these stones, does it mess up its properties? Nah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
No, man. We cool. I, I go over to. I don't. I don't. I don't believe so. It's a. It's a powerful. It's a small but powerful magical object. Wonderful. Just asking, because I mean, you know, all this fun stuff's been happening. We don't want to have anything break. I see. Um. All right. I'm. I'm gonna stay here. And that's that. <laughs> okay. He's essentially trying to say you can't, you can't, you can, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> okay. We keep hanging out. We just, we all sit down. <laughs> we overstay our welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a d20. Would you overstay your welcome? Let's, uh, let's, let's have that. really do it. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> we leave. You leave. Fantastic. Actually, um, as, as we're progressing out, are there any like shattered glass bottles anywhere? Just glass anywhere? No. Well, no. I look not, for any- not in the golden room. No, no, no. I mean like as we're progressing out of oh, the Oh, in the cave. The okay, so so you're saying you exit the golden room yes. thing? The beautiful And you start sanctuary. heading down the hallway? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay. <laughs> so if you remember Are you saying that you're triggering an event? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm you, saying I like collecting stuff. If you remember, if you will remember. Um, you, the last room you were in, you fought a large goblin and a few little goblins, and there were these cages with wargs. Yeah. And so upon re-entry into that room, there are... Dead things. Four little goblins, all standing around... <laughs> nope. <laughs> all standing around, and one big goblin in the back. And they, and the... The little one in the front, you see the, the, well, actually, you see the big guy in the back kind of kick one of the little ones in the butt and kind of pushes him forwards, and he does the little speech he had prepared, which is, Did you really think we were all gone? These tunnels run deep, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so roll for initiative. For, for Bahamut's sake. All right, so... You rolled initiative? Yes. Yes. Craig, what'd you get? Nine. Nine for Windar. What'd you get? Al? Nine. Flix? Al. Nine. Who has the better dexterity? He does. Who's probably Windar? Yes. Yes. Steven, what'd you get? Uh, 15. 15. Lorthmar, what'd you get? 24. 24. Gym class hero over here. That is (laughs) crazy that you were going to go first, even though I crit. <laughs> I thought crit would just go anyway. No, because no, it's still that's like, only an attack all skill roll. checks. Even if you crit, it doesn't matter. You still what? have to add what you do. All right, Lorthamar is up. Do it up, man. I'm gonna take a step that way. Okay. And you know, being that I just became an Eldritch Knight, you know, throughout the everybody had a moment of enlightenment in yeah. the, the golden room. <laughs> Everyone's like, something's different so, about yep. no more the, things. Yeah, the you mage, show emotion. The mage, just the, the, these guys didn't notice. Actually, taught. Like inspired me to become more magical. Got like, it. To use more spells. To become not, a magic-y elf. Yeah, to be like a magic elf. Yeah. So uh, I decided that I, you know, to to pick up a few things, and I actually learned how to use a fancy spell called Burning Hands. Ah. Ooh. So uh, Burning Hands is a uh, a spell in which I shoot fire from my hands. Okay. In the fifteenth cone. So taking that step, I think I'm going to be able to hit. Three of the people ahead of me, uh, goblins, of course. Is that is that true? Yep. Sweet. The goblins so, are set out in kind of a reverse flying V at the moment. So basically, uh, Burning Hands is a spell. So it's going to cast one of my spells. And uh, you guys, you have to roll a dex saving throw. Okay. In which they take half damage if they save. 
Okay. Uh, they have to beat a 14. The goblin on the left saves. That that was the weirdest dice roll ever. The gob, the big goblin in the middle, the bugbear, I will say, in the middle, saves. And the one on the right does not. All right. So, so rolling, roll it up. Roll for damage. Six. All right. We got ourselves an 11. You got yourselves an 11 damage. So, so they take... So if they saved, they take half damage? Yep. Is that what you said? So they would take five points of damage? Mm-hmm. Are rounding up or down? I never checked. Yeah, we never checked. I'm going to round down. All right, half damage. They're going to take five points of damage. Yep. The, and so that's goblin number two takes five points of damage. The bugbear takes five points of damage. The third, uh, the, the other goblin dies. What does your uh, fire, your burning of hands look like? It's like a, a sheet of flame just shooting forward. Just like regular orangish, red, yep. yellow flames. Mm-hmm. How are you standing? Fantastic. How am I standing? Yeah. It's like jet propulsion. Yeah, I'm at, so you know, obviously you need to have your legs shoulder width apart to make yeah. sure you have the, uh, the, proper, the proper balance footing. and footing. Yeah, you know. Are, yeah. you, st- are, are, you, standing, are you standing like, sh- like chest forward or yes. chest to the side? Chest forward, absolutely. Oh, okay. Just looking straight at them All as right. they burn. The, and oh, also, oh. anything that is in the area that is mm-hmm. ignitable bursts into flames. All right, so there are... That is know, not being worn, obviously. Sure, there's some, some sticks and hay on the grounds that, that burst into flames. Awesome. <laughs> The bugbear is going to run forward. You just as you you drop your hands, you know you're just shooting fire at him. He's going to run forward at you. So if you can move him up just a little bit, he is going to take a swing with his morning star. As that happens, as a reaction, I can do this as a reaction for him, I suppose, because this is an attack roll on him. I, because I'm now in the College of Lore, mm-hmm. I have an ability called. Oh, Cutting words, so now I can use one of my bardic inspiration die, and when I roll it, it goes against his roll. Got it. So, if he attacks an ally or just you? Um, me an ally it doesn't matter. So if does it, it actually say that? Well, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it, so it's it me I, an ally it doesn't I, matter. I, like if I, I target a creature, okay. So and, you, so you can use your bard, bardic inspiration to roll against this, and it just it it just takes away from whatever his roll is. All right. Well, and, roll it. And what I say is. You're not going to hit him, you're an idiot. And I get a one. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, because I rolled a seven on the die, so it wasn't going to hit him anyway. And he loses. But there's a bardic inspiration gone. And that is that guy's turn. It's Brimley's turn. All right, Brimley is going to step to the side a little bit so you can see what's going on. Put me up on that rock. All right, I'm going to look at the bugbear and cast Guiding Bolt. Okay. So my little orb is going to glow kind of yellowish, look real holy, and shoot right at him. All right. I'm going to roll tap roll here. Ooh, that's a crit. Oh. Whoa. So then uh, crit, crit, crit. roll me some, some two times the damage. All right, this is going to be fun because it's normally a 46. Whoa. I'm going to need a bar. 46 points of damage? Normally, yeah. 4d6? 4d6. 4d6 would have been crazy. Yeah, that would have been nuts. All right, so we've got... Ooh, nice roll. Whoa, All right, so that starts out at a 19. And let's uh, double that up. What's 19 plus 9? 28, thank you. So that's 28 points of damage. So how do you want this guiding bolt to kill this bugbear? <laughs> um, is he wearing, like, armor? Or just, like, leather? He is wearing hide armor, and he's got a little shield on. Okay, so the guiding bolt's gonna kind of, like, sink into his chest, and then he's gonna start to glow that bright yellow... 
Okay. And then like light out of his eyes, all the cool orifice things, and then just collapse. All right, sweet. <laughs> That's a shame because everybody was gonna have an advantage against him, but oh. I, I guess I guess this is cool. Yeah, no, nah, that works. You crit. Death is cool too. Yeah, I'll take it. I think it's the first time I've done that. No, you crit before. No, this is no, the first time attack roll. First time. It is. I think it is. No, I don't know about no, that. I, no, I, something. This is the first time people. Steve has crit though in the podcast, which is Yo, pretty sweet. All right, it is. Uh, it's, it's Windar's turn. Windar, looks, uh, I look over at Brimley and go, "Nice, bro." He does an air fist bump because he's far away. <laughs> but all right, Windar proceeds up in between these two little goblins here, kind of smirks him and goes like. <laughs> You guys are in for something, aren't you? And I, I look at Lothmar and just tell him, push yourself. And I'm going to use a spell called Earth Tremors. Lothmar braces himself. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So, all right. So what Earth Tremors is, is that I cause the ground to tremor. I pretty much cause an earthquake. I'm an earthbender now. Um, <laughs> and <Wild> it, <laughs> it causes, they have to roll a deck save. And if they fail, then they take 1d6 bludgeoning damage. But because I just feel like doing it if I use a spell slot that is higher than its original. So this is a level one spell. I'm going to use a level two spell slot. I get one extra D6. So Ooh. I rolled two D6 for damage. Fancy. And in order to do this, it is I have to say something and move. And Windar starts doing like, I don't know, some kind of guys watch Naruto probably. Or you might have seen some clips of it. So just imagine some ninjutsu stuff. All right. and some hand signals. Some hand signals, you know, like if anyone watches JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, your underwear is showing. So yeah, and he said, <laughs> and and Lothmar says, "Key off from a pancake." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Lothmar says that. Oh, I said, oh damn, <laughs> damn it, can I, can I, okay, do it again. <laughs> I was right, right? He did say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> so Windar then says. Key off from a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> and the goblins have to roll a deck save. All right. Me. 14. Goblins. And so do you because I you're in the tent. Yeah. So how many, how many of them? Uh, just those two next to you? Yeah, actually, yeah, just those yeah, two. Just those two next to them. Crit! Yeah, so you do like a backflip. <laughs> uh, that's a 21. Okay. That's the first one. That's a 7. Okay, so the one that did not save is going to take some bludgeoning damage. Oh, wait, I still take damage. No, you don't. On a save, you don't take any damage. Take half damage. Nah, you don't take any damage all right, at all. Sweet. Don't worry about that unless he says it. So I was worried. So the one who did not save takes seven damage, and the one that did save, I just kind of glare at him. All right. So the that one is that the um the one that takes damage falls to the ground, and he hits his head on the ground, and he looks quite dead. I spit at him. Wow. Whoa. Damn. Because they kill children. <laughs> That's. That's true. That that's very. True. That's I was actually say that's cold. That's very that's, valid. That's appropriate. It is Korath's turn. I'm gonna. Korath is gonna move next right. to Lorthamar, and he's gonna nudge him and be like, "That was a really good move." He's not gonna say something. He's just gonna be like, "That was cool." <laughs> and then he is going to swing at this guy. Okay. And that is a sixteen. A 16 is going to hit. Okay. We're rolling pretty good today. Goblins are Yeek. weak. Oh, it's my... Okay. Okay, cool. So, that is a 16 points of damage. He... <laughs> he... 
Korath. Tell me, tell me what happens, please, because I'm Korath. out. Of, I'm out of ways for Korath to kill Goblin. Korath hits him, hits him on the head, and his and his neck kind of just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, keeping awesome. the name the he Goblin Splooshers. <laughs> he, he's dead. Splooshers. On the Goblin's turn, he is going to disengage <laughs> from combat. And he's going to scurry towards the wall. You yo, attack of opportunity. Cannot take an attack of opportunity because he's Obviously. disengaging from combat. That's good to know. Which he's doing as a bonus action. And oh. he's going to run to the wall, and you're going to see a very small hole that you would not have seen before because, you know, low light and whatever. And uh, he scurries down this hole. I have dark vision. Yeah, there's there was a there's a you can see a little door on the inside that's like really good. Camo, really pretty small. So he's gonna rush over there and try to like stick his head in. Okay, you see a pretty long tunnel, like ten or so feet, and you hear an echoey voice come from it. Come on, come come on in, you little gnome. You want some of this? <laughs> you stupid little gnome. All right, let's do it. Let's dance, you little lizard. He's a little lizard. Hey. <laughs> I'm not a lizard. I think the racism of a troon is getting to your head, man. So right, we'll shut your face, then you won't have to deal with it anymore. So he's in there. You can, you uh, can yeah, follow so after I'm, him if you want I'm to. I'm gonna follow after him. How, All right, how, let's go get him. How narrow is this? Tunnel? You, um, it's small enough that like Brimley can go in, just like bending his knees a little bit. Oh. But the three of you would have to like go on your hands and knees and crawl in. Are you sure he can fit? Korath probably can't fit. Smash your way through. <laughs> the walls are solid rock. So is he. No, I'm not. <laughs> He's not a rock monster. <laughs> He's a rock lobster. Alright, it is Lorthamar's turn. If you want to do something. So wait, wait. Let me get this straight. So Brimley has now run towards... Well, it's not his turn yet, so no. No? He's still where he is. So that's okay. all the stuff I'll say in a second. Right. Just Replay that in your head. Got it. <laughs> okay. So, despite this effort, let's leave that one for uh, Galen Dan. He needs to practice. It's a good idea. And Agreed. I walk towards the uh, the yeah. exit of the room. Okay. No, he's going down. All right, Lorthamar walks to the exit of the room. It is Brimley's turn. He's going down. <laughs> Don't do it. So, so Brimley's gonna do the thing, and move. he's gonna roll into the tunnel. Move out of the room. Move as far as you can on the board. So where is this the tunnel right here? No, it's over by that rock. By yeah. that rock. Yeah. So. Can I use an attack uh, of opportunity against <laughs> <laughs> To knock him you out? Can, you can absolutely Grab him. grapple him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm come on! Him. So that would be your strength and proficiency against his either um, athletics or acrobatics. Okay. Wait, so I need to roll for it. I, I, I roll for it, right? Oh! Nice. Alright, so Alex, what did you roll for your strength? Your grapple check. So, 16. Alright. So Brimley is going to try to run past him, be real like nimble and try to dodge out of the way. He's going to roll a six. <laughs> nice. So he just... He just so, <laughs> so as Brimley jumps off the rock, Korath just catches him out of the air. Aww. <laughs> like hugs him. Like, so holds him like a baby. We got places to be. <laughs> All right. So do you follow Lorthamar out of the room? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So as you, you know, as you continue to go so through, you see that <laughs> tripwire, you know, that you had seen coming in and you, you know, you remember that it's there and you step over it and it's great. And then you get to the next room and when you get to that room, you hear like scurrying and you hear like, oh man, did you, did you see what happened in there? Oh, let's go. And then you hear like scurrying away. Um, and so, yeah, so you, you find yourself at the exit of the cave. You. What about the shoes? 
You can take the shoes. How are we going to tell the... I'm not giving them anything. I am not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bible or much? I, uh, they hate me. <laughs> my first concern is, is Galandan going to be able to handle himself in the cave? I mean... Oh. He's a warrior. And With one arm. He's got a cool helmet. <laughs> that we left on the pedestal. But as you as you left, you saw Galandan like push that secret door back in place. <laughs> He's, just <laughs> He's gonna do one armed push-ups from now on. He's gonna be dumb ripped <laughs> on one side of his body. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna take the second to to put that circlet mage. I didn't give it back. Okay. I didn't. Nobody asked for it back, so I'm just gonna put it in my bag. Okay. Um, you actually feel it vibrate a little bit. You don't want to wear it. You feel, you feel it vibrate a little bit. I don't want these people knowing who I am. I mean, you, you feel it vibrate a little bit. Okay. Wants to be on your head. Wants to be on your head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wants to be on your head. <laughs> uh, due to the vibrations, I, I, I feel as though it wants to be on my head. So okay. I'm just going to put it back. Good vibrations! And you. <laughs> what did we. What did we. What drugs did we do before? Like, <laughs> you you put it on your head and you hear. Oh, yes, but before you, before you leave, you're still, you're still close enough to. Um, uh, I, 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 um, I want to give you this. So, really quick, pick a part of your body. Really fast. Left toe. Left toe. What? Okay. Which toe? The pinky toe. The one all the way on the left. Nah, too small. Too left big Bigger toe? part of your body. Left big toe. Mm-hmm, too small. Left foot. My shoulder. Your left heel. foot. Yeah. Your okay. which shoulder? Right shoulder. Right shoulder. Your heel? Yeah. Your heel? Right part? arm. Your right arm. Uh, like... No, wait, I don't want to be on the heel. Between hands and elbow or between elbow and shoulder? I mean, uh, oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Between elbow and hand. Okay. So left shoulder. Left shoulder. So you got right shoulder, left shoulder, left, left foot, foot. Right. right arm. Yeah. All right. Right forearm. Right forearm. You feel a tingly sensation and you, most of you look and you probably turn to try to find it in your body, but you see on the other people, you see... Carving into your body in blue light is the same symbol that, uh, the same tattoo that Galandan has on his body. Now that the adventurers have some fresh ink, does that mean they're the cool kids? What does the arrival of these symbols mean? And what will Aegisar have to say about all this? While you're waiting, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at gonna hurt D&D. And feel free to email any comments or questions to thisisgonnahurtinfo at gmail.com.